Let's look at 2 Corinthians 2, verse 14 this evening. This is a good scripture. It says, Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. Now thanks be to God who sometimes, if it's a sunny day, leads us in triumph in Christ. Is that what it says? It says, now thanks be to God who, if you really, really feel it, and you get goosebumps, and you're feeling good, then he leads you in triumph in Christ. Is that what it says? Now thanks be to God who, if everything is looking smooth, and it's obvious that you're going to win, then he leads you in triumph in Christ. Is that what it says? Help me out. Read it with me. Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ. What does the word always mean? Always. All the time. All the time. He's leading us in triumph. Let's look at 1 Corinthians 15, 57. These go... They're very similar verses. It says, But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory. Well, we know He always is giving us the victory. You know, the other verse says He always leads us in triumph. Triumph, victory, What's another way of saying that that we would use more frequently when, you know, people may say, you know, but if somebody's on, on a, um, you know, you, you watch a sports program, well, they got the victory tonight. They usually don't say that. What do they say? One team, they won. Talk about winning. Isn't victory winning? Yes. Triumph. Did you win the battle or lose the battle if you triumph? You won it. Help me help you out. Not a trick question. We won. If you, had, if you are victorious, what does that mean? You won. So you could look at these things. Let's go back to 2 Corinthians 2.14. Now thanks be to God who always causes us to win, who always leads us in winning in Christ. He always leads us in winning. You could look at 1 Corinthians 15.57, but thanks be to God who gives us the win. He gives us the win through our Lord Jesus Christ. We, we are victorious. We're triumphant. We, have, uh, we win in Him. Always. Everybody say always. 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 Now, to, uh, I think it is, sometimes people have gotten the idea, <clears throat> especially in faith circles, that if something is hitting you, that you're losing. In other words, if you're facing a challenge, that you're losing. Did I lose somebody? 
people have got an idea sometimes that if you're facing a challenge, that somehow you're not in faith, that you're losing. But that's not what the Bible teaches. The Bible doesn't teach because you face a challenge that you're losing. How about you're getting hit and you just keep going? Which is more victorious? You just keep going, you're just going until you get hit and then you, you fall down and that's it. So if you're getting hit, well, I lost. Or you're going and you get hit and you go on unfazed and you go on undeterred and you're not discouraged and you just keep going and you can't be stopped. Which one is the more victorious? Which one is the more triumphant? Which one is winning? You get pushed, you get a challenge, and oh, I must not be in faith. Oh, it's God left me. Or, and, and we're just going to, you just keep going. You think of a boxing match. Two guys are going on. Uh, is there going to be some punching in a boxing match? Yes. Again, not a trick question. Is there going to be some hitting? What if they come in and one guy's like, man, I sure hope I don't get hit because there's no way I can win if I get hit. <laughs> I'm just going to do the hitting, but if I get hit, it's all over. He's not going to go very far. I'm not a boxer, but I've seen boxing matches, and that's not a good strategy. No, you go in, they're going in, and they're trading punches, and the guy that can take the punches and dish out the punches is going to win the most. He's got to be able to take a punch. Right? So no, we're going to look at some verses, some scripture uh, uh, about these things. We need to know that when we're going through life, you are going to get hit. That is not unbelief. It's a fact. <laughs> you don't need to believe for it. It's just going to happen. Now, if, you have, if that seems foreign to you, that's exactly why we're covering this. You don't have to confess the wrong thing to get hit. Now, you could do the wrong thing. Don't misunderstand me. You can put it in full gear and just, you know, say the wrong thing all the time and make your situation worse. But you can say the right thing all the time and you still get hit. That doesn't determine if you're in faith or not when you get hit or if you get hit. It's what you do when you get hit. Did you hear me? Because just chalk it up, you are going to have challenges in this earth. You guys are really quiet. You're going to have challenges. They're not from God. I mean, God's not trying to trip you up to see how much you can take. That's not true. The devil... There is an enemy. He's going to try to take you out. He is trying to take you out. Notice, he didn't do it already, so that should tell you something. You know, if he's threatening you, threatening you, threatening you over something, one thing you can get back in his face and say, why didn't you already do it if you're so powerful? Well, I'm going to do it this time. Why didn't you do it the last 40 times? 
that you said you were going to do it, and you said that was it. Sooner or later, we ought to wake up and go, wait a minute. I had the same thoughts that this was, I wasn't going to make it this time, over and over, yet I made it. But now the devil will tell you, but this time. It was all just a setup for this time. <laughs> Except you told me that last time. You know, because I wanted the fall to be really big, so yeah, you got through what? No, that's a lie. The devil's a liar. Look at 2 Corinthians 4, verse 7. We'll read some more scripture. I can tell we need <laughs> some more scripture. Just introducing it. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 7, it says, But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. Verse 8, we are hard-pressed on every side. This is the Apostle Paul speaking. We are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. Hard-pressed. Wait, no, I thought we're just supposed to go down the road, nothing's nothing ever supposed to touch us. No, that's not what the Bible tells us. We're not crushed. We are perplexed, yet not in despair. Might have some questions going, well, let it come down that way. But not, not in despair. Let me just insert this. One of the, one of the biggest challenges you're going to face as far as your faith in God is when something comes down different than you thought it was going to happen. You thought this is going to happen. You thought... God didn't tell you, but, you know, you kind of had it in your mind, this is the way this is going to come in. This is the way the victory is going to look. And when it doesn't happen, when you think it's going to happen, when, how, and maybe later, you know, so you can start being pressed to question God. And, and you'll have thoughts about that. And that's when you've got to believe God. You're getting pressed. You have to believe him in the middle of that. So, yeah, it said we're perplexed, but we're not in despair. What's despair? Oh, I just don't know how we're ever going to make it. No. You might be like, hmm, that's not, that's not how I saw it. But, but we're going on. It says persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Struck down but not destroyed. Always caring about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our body. Look, the NLT version of verses 8 and 9 says, we are pressed on every side by troubles. Well, it said we were, were pressed, hard pressed on every side. It's not it didn't say soft pressed or cushy. So we're pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. You know, you're getting pushed, but you're not crushed. You're feeling the pressure, but it isn't crushing you. It isn't, you might feel it, but you're still intact. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, talking about persecution there, but never abandoned by God. In other words, God didn't go anywhere. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Another version says, we get knocked down, but we're not knocked out. You get knocked down, but you get up. Then you keep going. Nobody ever said you wouldn't get knocked down. Well, if I have enough faith, I'll never get knocked down. Well, Paul didn't have any faith then. 
The, Paul, the Apostle Paul's writing this. He said, we got knocked down. We got struck down. We're struck down, but we're not destroyed. No, the Bible doesn't tell you that you're never going to face any troubles. The Bible tells us, we're reading it right now, that we're going to have challenges. Paul, the Apostle Paul, who wrote all these things we're reading, he wrote that God always leads us in triumph. He wrote who gives us the victory by the unction of the Holy Spirit, yet he also wrote by the unction of the Holy Spirit, yeah, we're struck down. Yeah, we got troubles on every side. But we, you know, we're not... We got troubles on every, hard-pressed on every side, but we're not crushed. We are perplexed, but we're not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. In other words, we're going on. And we're going to win, because God is always leading us in victory. He's always leading us in triumph. So in the midst of getting hit... In the midst of a challenge, in the midst of pressure, we stand up and we believe God. We always win. We're always winning. It may look like you're getting your brains beat out, but it ain't over. It ain't over. You guys ever watched a sporting event, whether it be a boxing match or a football game or a soccer match or baseball, where it looks like that team is going down? One team looks like they are, it's over. I know, we're in New England, I know we could give examples of teams. You guys have seen replays and have the highlight reel, and it's already legend and lore that there's no way. We turn the TV off. And you turn it on. They won. How, what? What? Well, that's natural. You, you ever seen it where somebody looked like they're going to lose? Just in the natural. Well, how much more spiritually? Yeah, you, you face some challenges, but just because you're getting hit, that's when you, you keep moving on because it's not over. It may look like we're losing, but in Christ, we are always led in triumph. We win. We're, if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he is your salvation, you've already won. What happens on this earth? Uh, if the worst thing, if you die and go to heaven, you, you're, you've won. The devil lost another one. So the worst thing, I mean, if all of us right at this moment keeled over and died, we'd be in the presence of Almighty God. There's worse things that could happen than that. Way worse. Well, but I lost... Says who? For eternity, we're in the presence of God. There was this short time on the earth. So he always leads us in winning. Doesn't matter what it looks like. Let's look over at 2 Corinthians 11, verse 22. Skip down one. 
It says, are, this, is, this is Apostle Paul again. 2 Corinthians eleven twenty two. are they a Hebrews? Now, he's, he's, these people that he's writing to, you know, there's other people that are kind of bad-mouthing Paul, and so he's like, all right, this is stupid, but you pushed me to it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you my resume. You know, I'm going to defend myself. So that's what he's doing here. Are they Hebrews? So am I. He's comparing himself to these other per- people. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they the seed of Abraham? So am I. Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more. He's saying this is stupid, but, you know, you push me to it. I'm doing it. I'm telling you, I, I compare, okay? If you just want to look in the natural. He said, I speak as a fool. I am more. In labors more abundant. In stripes above measure. Those are getting whipped on the back. Cut in. In prisons more frequent. In deaths often. <laughs> He's in danger of death. From the Jews, five times I received 40 stripes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Wait, just stop right here. These look like challenges to you? Are these challenges? I mean, we're talking about life-threatening challenges, right? Apostle Paul, you think he had any faith? Do you think he believes what he was writing, or he just writing? He's writ, writ, writing by the Holy Spirit, but he had challenges. He's going over the stuff that happened to him. Let's go to verse 25. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I have been in the deep, in journeys off, and in perils of waters, in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils of my own countrymen, in perils of the Gentiles, in perils of the city, or in the city, in perils in the wilderness. He's 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 telling you all the different places he's faced troubles. It's like it could be a song, you know? I'm getting hit in the city, I'm getting hit in the wilderness. Hitting the sea, false bread. I mean, you could, I'm sure you could come up with a melody for it. <laughs> in weariness and toil, in sleeplessness often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness. Besides the other things, what comes upon me daily, my deep concern for all the churches. He said, all that, it, it pushes on him, his deep concern for the churches. All these people that he's put into, it presses on him. Didn't he say he was hard-pressed? So these things are pushing on him. These things are pressing on him. These things he's experienced... He's getting pushed. He's getting hit. I mean, would you, if you heard about somebody, you know, somebody that you knew, now we don't see this stuff often in our country, but if you were to see, if you go back, you know, we're looking at these different things, if, if somebody were to say, 
an update on how so-and-so, well, they got beat with rods the other day. What? <laughs> they got beat up with rods for their faith. If you heard that about somebody you knew in the U.S., you'd be like, what? This is a major thing. Are these people in jail? What happened? Are they okay, right? You would think this is a huge obstacle. He said, three times I was beaten with rods. He said, once I was stoned. I'm going to look at that in a second. Three times I was shipwrecked. These are major hits. And Paul, he's just, he's just continuing to go. He's not like, well, that's it. Rods, done. That's past my line. I'm, I'm out of here. Forget it. I thought I had faith, but obviously not. Look, got beat up. How did that happen? How did God let that happen to me? <laughs> we're, in a, we're in a fallen world. The thing is, when something hits you, what do we stand up and say? Well, I guess I'm just defeated. I guess that happened. I didn't have enough faith to keep it from happening. Did you hear what I just said? I didn't have enough faith to keep that from happening. Paul had very little faith then because he had, he's had worse things happen than probably anybody in this room. And he's the one saying he always leads me in victory. Your measure of faith is not determined by what happens to you. It's what you react, your reaction is when something happens to you. Because you can have victory through anything. It hits you, but that's not the end. You're going over if we believe God. It's not, so sometimes I mean, you can get in the mentality like, I'm just, I'm trying to, to sail smooth, and I'm just believing God, and then something hits us. Well, I thought I was believing God, and we fall apart over something happened instead of, okay, well, we're going over in spite of this. We're winning. Well, don't look like you. No, we're winning. The definition is I'm winning even when I get hit. I'm winning when there's a challenge. Whoever heard of winning something when there's no challenge to win? I won today. What were you doing? I was taking a nap. I won. What, were you fighting with your sheets? I mean, was your wife beating you up? And, and were you taking a nap? With somebody? I mean, what was going on? No, I was just napping. But I won. That doesn't make any sense. What did you win over? What did you defeat? How did you come out on top? By definition, if you're saying you won, you defeated something. Some kind of challenge, an opponent, something, right? You don't just win because, you know, nothing happened to you. But there can be this mentality like we're going down and if, as long as I'm in faith, I'll never have any challenges. But if something happened, if I have a challenge, boy, I just I wasn't believing hard enough. Now, you just got stolen from because now you're looking at how the challenge came instead of what am I going to do about the challenge? Am I going to believe God now? That that thing is not big enough to take me out. See, if you're believing, see, that's actually a sort of fear. You're like, well, I'm good as long as nothing happens to me. But if something happens to me, 
I feel like I did something wrong to get there, and so I'm already defeated because I'm not pushing back. Rather than I got hit, and I believe, God, that in spite of that, I'm going over. Well, that's faith. That means you're unconquerable. You get hit, and you're like, okay, we're going on. You get hit again, we're going on. I didn't say it was easy. But if, if you get caught up in trying to figure out why am I dealing with something instead of believing God can take you through, what does it matter what hits you? I like, you know, there's a song, it doesn't matter what the weapon is, I win. Doesn't matter what the weapon is. Well, that's conquering. That's men. You can throw anything you want at me. You can throw anything you want at me, I'm going to win. It doesn't mean, you know, you may be getting up and going through, you may have emotions. You may have stuff pressing on you. You may have, you may have, you know, I've heard Brother Hagin say, you, you know, he's talking about love in this context. He was like, you know, I, nobody's attained completely. None of us have been made perfect in love. And he goes, a few times in my life when I thought I was pretty much there, perfect in love, the next thing, you know, my feet, my head was where my feet were a minute before. Something hits you, and all of a sudden, you're knocked over, and you're like, well, nope, not there yet. No, just because something hits you, something knocks you down, doesn't mean you're out. You get, it's what you do when you get knocked down. Am I going to get up and say, oh, no, 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 we're not going down. Or are you going to say, I can't take this anymore, forget it. We're out. Look at Acts 14, 19. This is, this is an account of when Paul got stoned. Look at what it says. Then, th then Jews, so these people would just harass him. Then Jews from Antioch and Iconium came there, and having persuaded the multitude, so they got a mob, they stoned Paul. They threw rocks at his head for him to die and his body. And dragged him out of the city. They stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, supposing him to be dead. However, when the disciples gathered around him, he rose up and went into the city. And the next day he departed with Barnabas to Derbe. And then he was found preaching. So when these guys are trying to kill him, it's a pretty good bet. You see the disciples gathered around him? It's a pretty good bet. He was dead. They supposed him to be dead. The disciples gathered around him, and he rose up and went into the city. If he wasn't dead, he was so close to it that these guys that are trying to kill him dragged him out of the city and left him for dead. When, you're, when they're stoning somebody, they're trying to kill him. They're trying to kill them. So they don't just be like, ah, he's close enough. That's a pretty big challenge. He was dead. But then... The disciples gather around him, and he ra raises up, and then he's found preaching the next day. That's unconquerable. <laughs> you tried to throw rocks at my head and my body and kill me, and you thought I was dead, and then you're showing up the next day. <laughs> so if we have something hit us, and hit us, and you're like, oh my gosh, that just about, you feel like that's taking you out. You know, you could feel like Paul. <laughs> I feel like I just had all these rocks thrown at my head. But Paul got up and just went on. We can feel like, man, this is, 
This, this is over. I mean, he's had all these different things happen to him in different times, but you know, they just, they base, they're, they're, they're always trying to kill him. Now it looks like they pretty much succeeded. He could be like, stay down. Stay down. Don't get up. You're done. Too much. But he was able to get up, and that's the thing. He got hit so hard that they thought he was dead, yet he got up and he still kept going because he believed something. He believed that no matter what, it couldn't take him out. He believed that God always leads us in triumph. He believed that he always gives us the victory, even over a stoning. Yeah. Even over all these other things, yeah, get hit, get hit, get hit. But I'm winning. I mean, does it look like you're winning when you're getting your head smashed in with rocks? Think about the visual. I mean, not in graphic detail. Just think about somebody is sitting there getting pummeled. And if you look at that snapshot, you're thinking, they're done. They're getting whipped, right? except that the next day he's up preaching, which looks like total domination. Because <laughs> if we look at the, the snapshot from the day before, you know, it's like the sporting events we're talking about. looks like Paul is going down for good. He's out. And then you fast forward, and there's Paul preaching. So you can't go by what you're seeing here. You can't go by the fact that it looks like you're getting your brains beat out. Because you may feel like you're getting your brains beat out at some point. If you're going to serve God, there's pressure, there's pushing, and it's what we do in response. We've got to see past what is happening and say, but I'm winning. I'm winning. I am winning this. I always win. Sure doesn't look like you're going to win. Think of Paul then. Think of him getting actually stoned and looking like he's going to die, and you say, I'm going to go, I'm coming up over, out of this. It may look like I'm down, may look like I'm getting beat, but just watch me. The picture in a little bit is going to be totally different. I'm going to be up on top. This is not what defines me. This is transient. This can change. And God is still on my side. God still is helping me. And he said he always leads me in triumph. So we're on the path to triumph. It may look really bad right now, but I am going to win. And in fact, I'm winning now. Looks like you're getting beat up. Just watch. You'll get the news report in a little bit. You'll see the updated picture. You can't do that naturally. You're talking about spiritual, yeah, you can try willpower and stuff, but there's stuff that can hit you, that tries to push you down, because we have an enemy. And if he can punch you and get you to fold, if he can punch you and try to get, to get you to say, nope, that's it, then he's already beat you. But if you get up, you're knocked down, but you say, no, 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 that's not it. You get up, you assured your victory. Because as long as you're being led by God, where is... Where is Christ leading you? In triumph. He's leading. He's leading us in triumph. We get clobbered. He's leading us in triumph. We get hit. He's leading us in triumph. So if we get up and keep going after him, guess where we're going? Triumph. We're going to win. That's a path to winning. 
So we wipe our mouth off. We get ourselves back together and say, well, I'm going on. I'm not getting off the path. I'm not getting, I'm not going to be knocked out. I might have been knocked down, but I am not going to be defeated. Amen? Praise God. You look at what is not seen. 2 Corinthians 4.16 says, Therefore, we do not lose heart. This is just a little ways down from where Paul was saying, we're, we're struck down but not destroyed. You know, we're hard-pressed on any, every, every side but not, but, but not crushed. Just a few verses down from that, it says, Therefore, we do not lose heart. We do not, everybody say, I do not lose heart. Say it again, I do not lose heart. Say it again, I do not lose heart. Say, I will not lose heart. I don't care what happens. I don't care what happens. I will not lose heart. Unconquerable. Even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. For our light affliction, he called, Paul called what he was dealing with light affliction. Which is but for a moment. You may say, damn it, it's been going on for a while. It's but for a moment in the perspective of God, the way God looks at it. It's not that long. We're not on the earth that long. If we're on the earth for 100 years, it's just not that long. You know, you lived around for a while, you, you know that. Years go, go by so quickly. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory while we do not look at the things which are seen. See, the things that are seen in front of you may, may say, you're done, pal. You're getting hit in something, a challenge in something. You don't look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. That's called faith. That is faith. That is faith. When you, you, if you're going by what you see, you're out of the game. You're saying, I'm losing. But you, by faith, look past that, and you say, we're winning. So you're looking at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary. Isn't that what we just said? The things that are not seen are eternal. In other words, the things that are seen, they can change. You'll see a snapshot a little bit later, and whoa, it changed. How did they score all those points? Where did that happen? we got to think like that. This is temporary. It can change. So... I, God can turn this thing around. God can help me. God will put me over. That's faith. That's believing. And that's what allows him to do it. That's what makes it happen. So that it doesn't matter what hits us. We're believing God and God's got a way. And he's leading us in victory and he puts us over. And then something else, you know, we have another challenge. You're like, well, what do we do? What do we do in this situation? Same thing we did last time. We're just going to believe God that we're going over. And then what? You get hit a third time. Here they come with the rods again. What are you going to do? We're going to do the same thing we did last time. We're going to believe God regardless of the, what it looks like temporarily. We're going to see that it's temporary. We're not going to look at the things that are seen, but that the things that are not seen, we're going to believe God and we're going over. That's what's going to happen. What's going to happen? What are we going to do? We're going to win. That's what's happening. We're winning right now. It sure don't look like it. We're winning. Just wait around. We're winning. Always winning. Amen.
Praise God. Praise God. Your brother Hagin would say, I don't know if I helped you or not, but I preached me happy. <laughs> it's not good English, but you know, amen.